mostly movies and Dutch treat dinners. It doesn't take me long to say yes. Phoning Angela every 15 minutes is pointless and frustrating. I managed to make it through the Houston 5 o'clock traffic jams in record time, and I'm just reaching for the up button when the elevator door slides open. Duncan Bruce stands there, arms akimbo. If he were wearing a kilt, he would be a walking ad for Scottish tourism. His cropped black hair echoes the jet of his eyes and bears that blue cast of the Celtic clans. He stabs at his watch. I'm counting. Once in my apartment, I cross the living room to the answering machine. Nothing. No time to freshen my makeup or to floss, so I swig some mouthwash, grab my purse, and beat it for the elevator. The drive to Greenway Plaza is erratic and silent. Duncan is anal about getting his popcorn and taking his seat before the lights go down, so he's barely being civil. It's a great movie, and by the time we walk through the steam bath of the underground garage to his car, Duncan is over his peak. He turns the key and his Porsche purrs to life. How about Chinese or Thai? Uh, I really don't care. That's a switch. You're usually miss. I'll be the one to decide. Duncan studies me for a few seconds. You want to tell me what's bothering you? I launch into the bizarre call from Angela, her request for the 20 grand, and the fact that I haven't heard from her all day. His face fills with concern. Seems like this isn't the evening for eating out. How about my place? He gives me a triumphant look. I hit the jackpot. Fantastic Pinot Noir for only eight forty nine at Spectrum. Case price. I bought everything in stock. Wait till you taste it. Duncan is a great cook and has an exceptional talent for finding fabulous vintages at bargain prices. But I remember the drill so well. A little wine, a little food, a little kiss, a little sex. His smile dies when I say, Another time, okay? I'm really worried about Angela. To my surprise, Duncan leans across the console to meet my lips, then lurches away as if he were stung. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. He guns the motor, jams the car into reverse, and doesn't say a word the whole way home. Ever the gentleman, Duncan sees me to my door and apologizes for his temper tantrum. But when he leans forward to plant a kiss, I let it land on my cheek and murmur, I guess I better try Angela again. My apartment is freezing. I notch the thermostat up a few degrees and punch the speed dial. My spirits rise when the receiver lifts, but quickly fall when I realize I've pressed the wrong button and dialed Carolina Montoya, Angela's roommate. Through blaring salsa, I can barely make out. Bueno? Hi, Caro? It's Allie. Uh, I've been trying to reach Angela all day. Do you know if she's there? Uh, no, no. But, Caro, she phoned me this morning, told me she was in the city and would be waiting for my call. Do you know anything about it? Sorry, chica. Can't help you. Then I hear her gasp and realize she's occupied on another level. Uh, okay, then. Uh, I guess I'll just have to wait. I'm sorry to bother you. No problema. The salsa ratchets up another notch or two, and the last words I hear before the connection breaks are, Don't stop, mi amor. That feels so good. 
As I place the receiver back in its cradle, I can't help but think about my sister's roommate. Over the past couple of years, Carolina Montoya and I have knocked back more than a few glasses of wine and shared some pretty personal confidences. Not only that, she once helped me out of a very sticky Manhattan real estate situation. Houston clients had found the property, and I was handling their side. We were near closing when everything started to go south. I was stuck in court litigating and couldn't leave and asked Carolina if she would make personal contact with the seller. Let's face it, a gorgeous woman has a distinct advantage when it comes to men. She went to the address I gave her. Empty. It was a dummy corporation. We rescinded our offer. Bottom line, Caro's little excursion saved my clients close to two million and me my job. Though she comes from a wealthy Madrid family and on first glance bears the haughty mien.